This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thank you for downloading the whole Radio Weekly podcast. This is a recording of a live show broadcast every Monday night from 8 o'clock. If you want your message to be included on the next show, you can email us during the week at radio at homesdale.net. Please note the phone lines are now closed. Hello and welcome to Homesdale Radio, with me, your host, Chris Hambling. Oh, I've just noticed the technical mistake Mikey made there, brilliant stuff. Fantastic. Anyway, we've got a very packed show for you today. Uh, as we always have, we've got a review of the Nottingham Forest game, uh, including uh, a particularly long match day diary, but it was, it was very entertaining to do and hopefully be very entertaining for you to listen to. We've got uh, Kieran Cadogan coming up live, uh, just in, uh, asking him a few of your questions mixed with a few of our own. And much, much later on, we've got the Homesdale Awards, where uh, all the users of Homesdale.net voted for their favourite people in a number of categories, and uh, the results were coming later in a glittering ceremony. Um, but first, I'm going to uh, remind you of the details to contact us. You can contact us on Skype at, at Homesdale.net. You can email us. It's radio at Homesdale.net. You can give us a call, it's 0208 123 1646. You can text us, it's 81696. It's a short message and start it with TXT space Eagles. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash whole radio. Our Twitter page is twitter.com forward slash whole radio. And we have a Just Giving page where uh, Ben is raising money for the Marie Curie Cancer Fund. And that is justgiving.com forward slash homesdale. And I will now introduce you to my co-presenters today. Uh, first of all, I think I'm going to pick on Mark and uh, and say, Hi Mark, how are you? Evening Chris, evening lads, evening listeners. And uh, you looking forward to today's show? Immensely. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's, uh, it's, it's packed, it's rammo, the diary is mega. You've got to listen, <laughs> folks, you've got to listen. 
I was going to say we had a lot of fun recording that, didn't we, in the, in the pub? And uh, and there's also, yeah, I can't remember. And also, I didn't mention it earlier on, but we do we do have a, an interview that Mark managed to get for us. It's a very brief interview for understandable reasons, but it's with two of the the lovely crystals. Um, and I'll also they be talking. They were they were gagging for it. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's inappropriate, they were, Mark. They were lo- very they were very accommodating. Yeah, lovely lovely girls, really really nice, and uh, obviously yeah, there's a li- there's a link on the thread on Homestyle to their Facebook page, but I'll be reading it out later on as well. Uh, do give those girls your support because um, they've been wonderful this year, and they're very appreciative of you, the fans, as you'll hear later on. Okay, thanks a lot, Mark. Um, we're going to go and we're going to go and talk to Ben now. Hi, Ben. Good evening, Chris. You all right? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Now, you, uh, you missed the game at the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to listening to the diary, actually. It's the first one that I haven't been there for for the recording. So I'm yeah. looking forward to listening how it came up. Yeah, I mean, it was, obviously, it was, it was very good. And, yeah, it was a shame you went at the pub with us. But um, you were at uh, home recovering from an operation, weren't you? Yes, nearly there now. I've got a couple of weeks left of my recovery, and I'll be back doing where the was, stuff I love to do best. Where, where on your person was that operation? Uh, lower back, Chris. Was was that your arse, was it? <laughs> well, it's debatable. I mean, it's between the lower back and, and the bottom, as you would say. <laughs> oh, the yeah. bottom, yes, yeah. Bottom. Okay, well, that's, uh, you know, well, well, listen, speedy recovery, and obviously we'll be seeing you at the Player of the Year Awards, right. I think. Um, will, yes. Which would be wonderful. We hopefully can get some, uh, some more conversations so you won't feel so left out. Okay, and next was that, up. Was that, Ben, was that back or crack? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Oh, sorry, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> That's good one. Well done. Next up, we have. Uh, I'm going to leave Aaron till last this week. We have Matt Packham next. Hi, Matt. Hello, Chris. Didn't yeah. <laughs> sound like I wake you up there. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, good. Thanks. I'm quite happy that you didn't leave me till last this week. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm valuing you, especially after your work today, which we'll keep a secret. But listen out for for the fruits of Matt's labours very, very soon. Now, I'm just going to pick something at random I saw you tweet about. It said something to do with you playing for the first team in some sort of cricket. What first team would that be? Uh, it was for Rygate Priory, but I've just found out that the game's now been cancelled. So. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. That's, but that, that is quite funny. You, you were excited, though. You were genuinely excited, weren't you? So, um, yeah, I was I'm looking sure, forward to it. I'm sure your, your chance to, uh, to play isn't too far off. Shame it was cancelled. Oh, I feel really bad now. It's just taking the wind out of my sails. And, well, I hope yeah. it has. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay. Cheers. And last of all, we'll speak to Aaron. Christ knows what voice he's going to have this week. Hi, Aaron. Good evening, everybody. I just... That's racist. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. That's racist. Uh, how are you, Aaron? I'm good. I made sure my mic wasn't on mute that time. Yeah, you did very well during our massive three-hour uh, Skype session yesterday. Uh, not sure exactly, sure exactly sure how much of you were, you were talking, but we didn't hear much. Um, okay, yeah. good stuff, mate. And uh, you know, you, obviously, you didn't get to the game either, but you uh, would have watched it on Sky. Thought were you were you gutted not to be there? Oh, I was slightly gutted to be there. I got to see you on TV, Chris. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You knew exactly where I was going with that. You saw my beautiful face on TV. Do you think it's a <laughs> face that deserves to be on TV more often? Yes. Yes. Of no. <laughs> Well, it's lovely to have your support. Okay. Face the radio, Chris. It is a face radio. I've said it myself a few times. Um, I've got to do something with that, haven't I? All right, excellent stuff. Well, it's lovely to have you all along for the ride. I won't speak to Mikey because it would be too complicated. We've had enough technical problems today as it is. 
Um, okay, um, I think from there on we shall we shall go and sort of look at the uh, the forest game. I think we'll probably just go straight into the diary, and uh, that's a, it's a long old diary. But when we come back from that, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the game. Um, get hold of a couple of your emails and do get those in radio at homesdale.net and uh, you know then we'll have a bit of news and then we'll talk to Kieran um, we want to hear from you right now call us on 0208 123 1646 or drop us an email radio at homesdale.net <laughs> hello welcome to the white horse it, uh, Walsh you're talking again and, and again there you're talking quiet 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 Oh, welcome to the White Horse. I am I am Hambo. I am him. <laughs> uh, this is this is <laughs> this is pre-game. Uh, yeah, it's pre-game. Now we can talk about the yeah, We can, yes, yeah, we can. All of those things. No, but you can't because and, uh, when it comes out, it's I know it won't matter when I know it won't matter when the score predictions go out. I know it won't. <laughs> You're thinking too far ahead. I can't. All right, yeah, fair enough. Now, um, obviously, what we normally do is talk about the game. That's going to be difficult, I imagine, but. I'll start off. I think it doesn't really matter about the result today. Uh, it's all about the atmosphere and the and the sort of party we're going to have. The party, yes, party. And um, I mean, but let's let's get some sensible match-related thoughts from Mark, and then Mark's going to ask some questions. Mark. Oh, hi, Chris. Yeah, um, sensible. I don't know about sensible. Yes, I'm 50 again. Thank you very much. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, as uh, Chris said. We're uh, not worried about the result. We're just going to enjoy the day. It makes a change to uh, be at a game, last game of the season, without <laughs> having to worry about the result. Lady, you're, uh, you're having your nipples tweaked there. I see. Um, I mean, so, so do you think? Uh, think perhaps, even though the result's not important, what, I mean, what, what do you see? The, how do you see the game going? With it, we've got no pressure on us. So do you, do you expect us to play better? <laughs> Leave his genitals alone. Let me repeat uh, the question. Me let me repeat the question. We've got no pressure on us today. Do you think so? Do you think we'll play better as a result? Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that uh, Doogie gives a few of the uh, fringe players a chance today. Maybe a couple of the youngsters. Will you stop poking me, Kells? And Walshy, get off my knob. Unbelievable <laughs> sexism from the girls. Yes, yes. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe this. It's horrific. Well, now, but now we're going. Now we've got with us Kells Bells, yep. and we've got Miss Walshy, and they're going to give us an educated yeah. and intellectual discussion and comment on today's match. Yep. Now, over to Chris, you yeah, can it's, I was going to say, it's a joint interview, so I want you to speak at exactly the same time and say the exact same words. How do you see the game going? Hi! <laughs> Um, do you know what? I actually don't care how the game goes. I really don't. Oh, you want to win, though? You yeah, win. of course I want to win, because I've got, I've got a mate, a really good mate that's a Forest fan, and I want to rib him with texts later yeah, on. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, yeah. But it's so nice to watch Palace in a nice, relaxed thing, where no one cares. No, I, I don't care. I want to win. I'm care. a winner. I care. <laughs> Are you a winner? I'm definitely a winner. We're, 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 we're going to win. <laughs> we have a bitch fest going on here at the moment. <laughs> we're, win we're winners. Okay, we want to win, win yeah. but yeah. at the end of the day... Yeah, I'm just going to have a drink. Okay, and uh, I mean, you were touching Mark a bit there. I mean, how do you really feel about Mark? Mark's got a vajazzle. Uh, Mark doesn't look 44, it's 35. I would have said more like 60. But, um, I want to see Mark's chest. <laughs> Get it out for the ladies. Wait, is it heavy? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. We're having a look live on radio. 
Mark, be quiet. You're, you're over talking my voice. Um, <clears throat> Mark has a hairy chest. Just so the, the rest of the world like to know that. All real men have hairy chests. I don't I'm do hair. I don't do. I'm a hairdresser. I don't do hair. It just comes off. Shit. I'm lost for words. But I have got a question though, because yeah. when I first came in, Kels was one of the first. Uh, members of Hull for one of the first ladies I saw today mm. and uh, she uh, was chatting to Walshy and uh, yeah. apparently I heard that uh, she got dressed this morning <laughs> mm. she's wearing she, she's got her leggings on Walshy calm down you've had half a shandy and listen to <laughs> now she comes out in her leggings and a, and a palace away shirt yeah. looking the part yeah. And she obviously goes down stairs to see her folks before she leaves. Yeah. Say cheerio. And Bullshy, she spoils it. Go away. Her father utters those those wonderful magical words to Kells. Kells, what did your dad ask you? What when you when you said to your dad, "How do I look before you left for the game today?" What did he say? I'm sorry, I just have to interrupt this broadcast to make you aware that uh, this diary contains some unsporting language that, uh, due to a, a technical malfunction, will not actually be bleeped out. If you're of a sensitive disposition, may I start by apologising for some of the young ladies in this clip. And, uh, I mean, we're going to carry on with it, but, um, but we are aware that it does contain some sensitive language. If there's any children listening, make sure you listen closely to these words and repeat them at school. Hey. <laughs> he said I look like a lesbian. <laughs> um, Steve, how, how are you feeling today? I'm, yeah, I'm good. To be honest, I, I always bet on 4 0 anyway, so um, I've got extra incentive to do it today. This week, 4 0 and you see some breasts. I'll tell you what, I think last week, 4 0 and I would have seen some breasts. I think the week before, I would have seen some breasts at 4 0. They would have been your own breasts, though, right? Well, I was hoping that you might join me in that hambo, but. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, let's see the game going today. Um, I think we'll win it. I think we've got, we've got nothing to play for now. We're safe, and uh, we're just going to enjoy it. We're going to get out there. We're going to be a lot more relaxed than we have been, and then hopefully, uh, do you mind finding that the attack go forward? Marvellous stuff. I've also got your Player of the Year ticket in my pocket. I'll hand that over to you now. I'll hand that over to you now. Okay, next next bit, we're still at the White Horse, still pre-game, we're just going to get a quick few thoughts from Aston. Uh, we're going to sort of talk about how he sees the game going, but more about what he wants from today. Aston. Afternoon, Hambo, and whole readers. Uh, basically, today, well, I should say me 5-0, because I always say me 5-0, yes. but I'm not going to say me 5-0 today, because I think that's a little bit optimistic, so I'm going to say 6. Six. <laughs> but apart, apart from that, what I want for today is just a bit of a party atmosphere. All the fans get together, sing loud and proud today, get behind the team, and just at the end of the game, look towards the future. Okay, bit more pre-match Whitehorse fun for you. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> we've got we've got Yorkie and D Boy here, and Alan Eagles lurking, ready to slate David Wright at any moment. And uh, well, first thing we go to Yorkie. She doesn't have to say much, Yorkie. Just a few quick pre-match thoughts on how you see the day going today. I'm in the pub. I'm having a really great time with everybody. I think it's going to be one nil Palace today. Yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. If only everyone else was clear and concise as that. Talking of clear and concise, here's D Boy. Uh -huh. And how, how do you see things going? Uh, <laughs> oh no, those bollocks. 2-1. Uh, 
200 Palace, but I reckon I'm going to fall over in the 48th minute. <laughs> fall over in the 48th minute, that's the best prediction so far, Mark. I think he's going to get red carded at half time. <laughs> I think he's going to come. We'll I think he's going to be, gonna be thrown out the ground. Oh, my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I may have been slightly pinched. Um, Can I just say something else? I also think this is Dan's last game. Um, it might well be. And talking to him tomorrow, and we'll see see how he's there, how he is then. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't turn up. And uh, I'm just going to quick quick word with Alan while he's here. I, I love Alan. Kel, Kels loves Alan. I, I mean, we we all love Alan. No, Who, how could you not love Alan? <laughs> you really do. Yeah, I do. He's lovely. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you love Alan? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. No one understands scales. It always happens. Um, Alan, how, how do you see the game going today? Well. Like I said uh, in my last interview before the, the Leeds game, as long as as long as David Wright plays, uh, we we can't lose. You know, he's he's been our best player all season, and uh, I can I can easily see us uh, winning this year. Yeah. And and don't forget, Hollers, vote Hambo, vote Hambo. Now, I'm only up in four categories, but it'd be lovely if you could vote for me. I'd like um, Chris. I'd like to uh, ask Alan whether he's voted for David Wright to be Palace Player of the Year for the whole awards? <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't actually done my vote yet. I'm waiting for the, uh, the last minute tomorrow before I, uh, I put my vote in. Is right a contender? <laughs> no. Um, uh, it's, it's Danny H here. I'd just like to point out that Alan's lying through his teeth because all season long, all he's done is slag off. Mr. Wright, until we met him last week in our box for Help for Heroes and had his picture took him and had his arm round him and I was a Nats cock away from saying excuse me, Mr. Wright, the man that's got his arm round your shoulder has been calling you an absolute arse all season. So, uh, I think slight hypocritical Mr. Alan Eagle needs to wind his neck in a tad. But I think Alan is responsible for telling David Wright how to play against Leeds. Yeah, yeah, Danny, Danny how do you feel about that? Alan says he coached Wright into playing the defensive midfield position, and that's why Wright's the genius. If Alan taught David Wright how to be a defensive midfield genius, then I am the Pope. <laughs> well, you've heard it here first. Danny H is the Pope. The hey! hey. <laughs> Well, it's half time. It's uh, one nil Forest, and we're down to ten men. The uh, sending off looked a little harsh from where we were, but apparently it's for a particularly high challenge. But um, atmosphere is good, and uh, well, we'll see how it is at the end of the game.
today it's post game. We're in the White Horse. No one's no one's listening or anything. Ah! I'm trying desperately. Yeah, you give me all this. Oh, let's get on with the interview, and it's still rabbiting away. Unbelievable. Crack on. Anyway, so what? You know, we don't really want to talk much about the match because the match was a, a, glo- a glorious three-nil defeat. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, we were unlucky to go down to ten men, but it wasn't great. I mean, David Wright was magnificent, but um, <laughs> other than that, other than that, Please. Alan swore at me. I love David Wright. You love David Wright, yes. and you love Alan. That's a complicated. I love Alan. It's complicated. Anyway, um, what I'm going to do is rather than post-match, we'll get we'll get end-of-season thoughts. I think I'm going to go to Mark first because Kells looks too keen. <laughs> Mark, what's your uh, end-of-season thoughts? I think Kells should calm down <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, I think uh, today was just a pedestrian game and uh, it didn't look like anyone was particularly interested. So looking forward, looking forward to next season. Uh, I think Doogie's speech on the pitch was uh, quite an emotional one, and uh, and it and it came from the heart, I believe. And no one spoke. Girls, just leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, I'm uh, looking forward to how the summer pans out and who stays, who goes, and whether we bring in anyone new and uh, and uh, onwards and upwards. And now let's hope that the academy produce a few more good youngsters uh, in the summer and uh, we kick off the season uh, with a bang. Anyway, I think uh, talking of bangs, there's one that's going to go off in a minute. And if you don't interview her soon, she is going to go bang. No, obviously. I mean, to summarise your comments, of course. Uh, you would say that uh, that you are optimistic for the season ahead. So I'm now going to go to Kells. She's been waiting for this moment. Gagging, 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 gagging for it. Yeah. Um, gagging for it. I mean, I'm just going to throw this open to you. What do you want to say? Um, not a lot, really. But after all that, after all that. Yeah, do you know what? I'm so glad. I'm, I, I've actually loved going to watch Palace today without having to worry about, like, oh my god, are we going to win? Are we going to lose? We lost. I've loved it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't give an absolute fuck what the result was. She said fuck again. I don't swear. No, but I don't actually care. I've got a mate that supports Forest, so I'm going to ring him in a minute, and I'm just going to just I'm just going to diss him no, just for the sake of it. Can you make sure you mention how awful their fans were? Because it's just him, embarrassing. I'm, you know, I'm going to tell him that they're all cunts. Cunts? <laughs> I'm not sure you can say cunts. Too late. Oh, so so uh, you do know that I am with Frazzle, Tuesday, don't you? Can't you? What with? Frazzle. With. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, but she's here. You need, you need to introduce oh. her. Oh, well, we'll She's been a whole personality for years. Years. I know. Yet no one's ever seen her. But until now. now. They have. Now she's here. Now they have. I'm gonna get, I mean, I'm going to say, well, welcome some her. some words. Oh, well, okay. Welcome her into the HOL community. Do I have to say HOL? I say HOL. No, Okay. Just welcome to the HOL community. A few words on your, in, in uh, help me out. When you say induction. Induction. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's not really induction. induction. <laughs> no, Kels has done that for her. There's no trouble with welcome that. Her in. I just said welcome. You weren't listening. She did welcome me. I'll do it again. That's what you saying. I'm sorry. She did welcome me. This is just, get, my day's getting worse. Oh. Now I'm a woman. Kels, get to the bar. Who cares about the result? 
talk to Fraz because, you know, she's where it's at. How are you feeling? Um, overwhelmed by the general support of the HOL community today. I have no more words. Magnificent. Well, you've done very well, and it was and it was a lot easier to talk to you than some other people. Yes. No, none of these. No, they're all fine. Um, everyone else has gone, so I think we. Oh, Vanessa, did you want to say anything? Not today, have No, Vanessa did not want to say anything. I caressed Hambo's nipple. You did ow, ow again, and my anus twice. I've been very upset with this. I recorded this first time anyway, I recorded it. John, how are you feeling? I don't smoke. You're smoking now? I'm not. No one smokes. I'm having a cigarette, but I don't smoke. I can, uh, clearly, there's a, there's a lit cigarette in your hand. Yeah, but I don't smoke. No one smokes, you say? Not one person, Hamburg. Not one. I, I think I think I had a cigarette earlier, didn't I? He do not smoke. I do not. Well, that's good news. I'll uh, I'll inform the doctor. Packham. Hey, Chris. Hey. How are you feeling? Yeah, uh, brilliant, mate. Uh, what's the score today? I think we won 4-0. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, I was out the back for about three quarters of the game, so I can't remember much. <laughs> that's fair enough. And, uh... Well, I mean, anything else you two gents want to add? I mean, maybe looking to the season ahead, are you feeling optimistic, or do you just not care right now? Um, right, no, uh, in the players' lounge after the game, I spoke to Steve, and, uh... Steve? Steve Parrish. Oh, Steve. <laughs> and, uh, no, he seems really confident, um, you know, they know what they're doing, so, it's, I think, everyone, buy your season tickets. Yes, buy your season tickets. And uh, John, yourself, are you feeling optimistic or are you still not smoking? I don't smoke, but all I'll say is we were rubbish today, but hey-ho, we're safe and Damsey's going to sign. He's going to sign. We're going to get a song. Cheer up, sleepy dream, oh, what can it be? Two of daydream, believer, and a homecoming queen. I think that was... Okay, Mark is on hand, it's still still post-match, it's still the white horse, and he's going to interview Kev, who's Bath Eagle 10. Mark. Thank you, Chris. It's uh, nice to actually find somebody who's still sober. Anyway, yeah, and it's only uh, about quarter to five. Anyway, <laughs> as I say, we're with Barbie Eagle 10, Kev, and uh, obviously we lost today, but uh, we're looking ahead, not back. And uh, I'm going to ask uh, Kev what his feelings and thoughts are for next season and how he thinks we can push on for next season, hey. Kev. Yeah. Well, for the first thing we've got to do, we've got to get more permanent players rather than loanies. Yeah. That is the main thing, crux of the matter. We've also got to try and get Vaughan to stay, Dan's especially. I think if we get a good offer for Klein and he wants to go and he doesn't want to sign, then unfortunately we must let him go. But so, Dan's is the main one I think we need to pressure. 
I thought Klein perhaps looked a little bit too good for this level today. I mean, of, of all the players today, he stood out a mile, I thought. He did, with some of that run and his overlapping and all that, you know. And I was told last week at Hull, he was the same, where he was overlapping down on the right-hand side. And we just, you know, we've got to get him sorted. Either he wants to stay, or we must, you know. I know, I know we'll get a bit of money if he don't, if he carries on to next season, because he's still under 23. Yeah, yeah. And we're still eligible or liable to get a bit of money for him. I see, yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of um, potentially looking forward to next season, uh, have you got any ideas on new signings? I'm going to go to Mark first with that. Well, I was, before, before we got on new signings, uh, jumping about, I was just going to ask Kev about what he thought, what, uh, about Doug Freeman's speech on the pitch after the game. I thought it came from the bottom of his heart. I really thought it was a genuine speech, not a load of bull that, you know, you might expect from somebody who wants to keep their job or, you know, is uh, looking for an extension on their contract. I wonder, Kev, do you think uh, what Doogie said was... Well, Doogie said it from the bottom of his heart because he's Palace through and through yeah. and he's got a good relationship with Mr Parrish and they trust him, which is the main thing. They've got agree, 100% yeah. trust in what Doogie wants and what Doogie says. And, and I think he knows he... He knows the situation. Do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think Doogie can deliver next season? Do you think if, if CPFC 2010 give him some money, that he can deliver? Well, he's got to do the changes, hasn't he? You know, and if he does, it's just whether he can get the right players. You know, he knows in his head what he wants. It's just being able to get it, and if we've got the money to get them. Okay, and very quickly, uh, just a couple. Any any names come to mind? I'm going to go with George Boyd. I think we should go for him. Uh, well, if we lose Khan, I think Billy Jones at Preston and uh, a sneaky little uh, sniff round Seanson Ledger wouldn't go amiss. I think he'd be ideal in the centre midfield, but uh, I think uh, he'd be looking for a bigger club than us, unfortunately. But you never know. You could pull a rabbit out of the hat. OK. Uh, Danny? Yeah. If we can keep the players that we've got this season already and not lose anyone, if we can keep Dan's, if we can keep Ambrose, if we can keep the back four that we've got, not lose any of the loan players, then I'm pretty sure we'll be pushing for around the playoffs next year. It won't be like last year where we've just like survived. We just need to keep the players we've got. And I've no doubt with those players, we'll, you've seen what we can do against the Leeds. See yeah. we can, you know, I know today we lost 3-0, but end of the season, you know, we'd already, we'd already got proven. I saw last week against Hull a team that could compete against anyone. If we can keep those players that we've actually got now, then I think next year the away record will disappear and I think we'll be a team to be reckoned with. I really do. That's great stuff, Danny. I just wanted to say, I heard Alan saying we've got to hold on to David Wright. Did you hear that? I think David Wright's a fantastic player. I met him the other day, he's a fantastic bloke. And uh, I know uh, Alan was less than complimentary about, about, about his uh, season's performance until he actually met him and then he was uh, all over him and, and virtually put his arm around and saying, please can you sign this for me, David, and take my photo. And I thought that was quite hypocritical of the man, but never mind. I think he, ended, he gave him a little kiss at the end as well. That's about. Yeah. He gave him a little kiss. I've always been gay, but you know. Each to their own, I mean, yes. It's, it's 2011, each to their own, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Cheers, Danny. Cheers.
we had a lucky escape with not getting the guy from Bournemouth. Uh, I think Dougie is Palace through and through. I know he's played for Leeds and a few other clubs, but he saved us three times, all right, including this season. He's Palace, he knows Palace, he knows us, he knows the fans. He's appreciative of what we offer when we go away. I've been away a lot of times this season. Even at home this season, we've put a lot of away teams to shame in the, you know, in the singing stakes and all the rest of it. And that, that never used to happen at Sellers, you know. It's been a long time. The fans have been great this year. Yeah, the fans have been brilliant. I mean, like I said, I've been away at QPR, Coventry, Hull, and I've, I've never seen anything like it as a Palace fan. I've been supporting Palace since I was, what, eight. It was my first home game against Arsenal. We had, uh, I think it was Fry in goal. And then I've seen George Woods and Perry Sutton and all the rest of them. But I've never seen... A, a, a support for Palace as it is now. I'm, I'm so proud to be a Palace fan right now because the fans are amazing. I mean, I know that the Homestyle fanatics, regardless of what you have, what you think of them, have to take a lot of credit for that. Yeah, we've, I agree. Yeah. We've turned Sellers into a ground where normally when you go to an away game, you've got the upper hand because you're away, you're having a good laugh, yeah. and you normally beat the away fans in the singing. But today, I know it's the last home game of the season, but we've done it all season long. Yeah. Away fans come to our ground expecting to have that sort of away atmosphere and, sing the home fans and, 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 and we ruin it for them exactly we yeah. ruin it for them and I've got I've, I've never seen anything like it mate I really haven't in all my years of supporting Palace I have to take me out and say the Homesdale fanatics and the Homesdale and the Arthur have started getting involved in it as well now brilliant and it, it can only be good for me even, even fans in the main stand and uh, yeah, in the family stand have uh, uh, been up singing going. this season I think, I think the fans uh, I think the players and the club should uh, uh, what, what I'm more than grateful to, yeah. more than grateful for the support that fans have given them over the season. What I'm looking forward to is Dougie. Now we're we're, we're off. We're, there's no pressure now. We've, we've been from we're, we're safe. What I'm looking forward to is Dougie being able to now play the team and play his football how he wants to play it, yeah. rather than having to play to survive. We can now play to win, and that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, kickstart next so, season. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, first game, Brighton, at the Farmer, let's do it, ruin their season. First, first game of their season has been 3-0. Cheers, nice one, buddy. Thanks, Danny. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks Danny. Well, while I'm still recording and trying to work out how to turn it off, did you have any words? Yeah, I thought it was visible to display today. <laughs> it was awful, yeah. I mean, it was dreadful. I can't, I don't know. The most grim game I think I've seen all season. Look, I, I, it must be like watching Coventry every season, mid-table mediocrity, where, you, where there's nothing to play for after every game. Yeah, but the problem is, look, we had the first, they, were, they were a better team than us anyway, but I feel that... Well, they have more men than us as well. Well, that was, yeah, okay. But the thing is, I don't agree with Dougie. It's a nothing game. Bring the kids on. Bring, let's, let's see some of these kids. Will you? They keep, he said in his, he says in his speech at the end at the end of the game on the pitch, we've got the academy, we've got the young kids coming through. Where were they today? It was a lovely game. Bing, all right, we got Moxie sent off. Let's have a couple of boys coming on. What happened to the boys who scored a hole last Saturday? I saw him there. They cheered him off. I was at a hole. They cheered him off. Where was it today? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. And he said uh, pre-game he was he's going to give a couple of kids the chance, and we didn't see him. No, it's a fair point. Um, I, I mean, I'm not Dougie. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But I really don't understand where. All right. We ended up with a shit team. Sorry, it's my English. No, it's fine. It's been loads of that today. <laughs> uh, but 
I don't know why the kids didn't come on. Moxley sent off. And they, they took off. Uh, Canago was a crap anyway. And they brought on Klein. Uh, on uh, Davis. That's defensive, defensive, defensive. We got it. Let's lose four or five nil. We were just three nil, so it's four or five yeah, six nil. Yeah. And let's see some of his kids. We've got the kids sitting there, and he's standing there saying, "Next season we're going to bring the kids on. We got the kids. We got the academy." Where were they? Perhaps he's paying a bit too much respect to Forrest and, and the occasion, rather than looking at us. I think he probably I looking to the game, but that's no, a shame. I agree with Paul. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, maybe Doogie's keeping his cards close to his chest. He, he, I think he knows what he wants to do with the club. He wants to just finish the season. He's kept us up, and then we're going to push on next season, yeah, and then he's, the kids are going to develop I, next season. I agree. He's kept us up, and a blinded opportunity to be a 17, 18 year old kid that doesn't know much about what. Bring him on, come out, play in front of a 20,000 crowd, 20,000 crowd, get the atmosphere, get the feel of it. It's exciting for a kid. And especially bring the kid on from who scored the goal last Saturday. Yeah. He wasn't even on the bench. He should, have, he should have been yeah. there. It, it doesn't matter we lose. We lost anyway. But yeah. why so we lose 5 or 6 now? Who really cares? It, doesn't, it, it meant nothing anyway. But bring the kids on. Let just get the feel of it. Let's get the feel of it. I think, I think, I think a, lot, a lot of fans were surprised that, that the bench... Uh, didn't contain more players who hadn't actually uh, featured this season just because, as you say, from an experimental point of view, just to give them that, that match day feeling, yeah. that experience. Certainly, 20,000 fans. But, but I think Doogie's probably looking ahead and uh, I think he's keeping his cards close to his chest and then uh, we, we'll see we'll see these academy prospects develop I, over, I'm over the next I'm 100% uh, beyond Dougie. I want, him, I want, I want him and us to succeed. I don't want anything but us to succeed. I nearly had tears in my eyes when I'm watching and he's saying his speech. Great, yeah. but where were the kids today? Don't tell me that we got great kids. Why don't we see a couple today? Especially the one that scored a hole on Saturday, last week. And another um, point, why didn't we let them, Lewis Price, just play and go for a game today? Give Speroni a rep because, you know, we've got to try and, you know, we're going to just, Speroni's going to get injured and we're going to jump in again and we're going to jump, jump Price in right at the deep end. Let him savour a home match. Price has only had one game, hasn't he? Yeah, just, yeah. Let him say, but you know, nothing against Julian, he's the number one. But I think today we could have just give Christ just a little run out. No, it's, it's a fair comment, I think. I mean, obviously, we knew it, we knew it, we knew it was a nothing game. Um, and I suppose, with hindsight, after losing the game 3 0, it does seem stupid not to have made those decisions. I suppose if you look at it another way, if the team had played better and, you know, and we got a result and then Leeds picked Forrest, then you'd see it, you'd see it another way, perhaps. But, you know, no, it's a fair comment. I think uh, maybe Doogie felt a little bit of responsibility to put out a strongest team because, because although Forrest were more or less guaranteed a playoff place, maybe he felt that if things had gone badly wrong, uh, or even more badly than they did go, shall we say, or gone wrong at Loftus Road uh, that he would have been accused of putting out a lightweight side and, and all sort of accusations would have been flying around so I think he felt a responsibility to the team the club and the uh, championship in general to put out a uh, stronger seeds. yeah it's a credibility thing issue and uh, I think that he was playing uh, playing a safe card to be honest okay mate that's fair enough brilliant thanks very much everyone that's great cheers that's a bit better. I'm going to have to put my jacket on here. Yeah, Oh, shit, I've been recording for 15 seconds. That's no good. Shit, so let me stop. It's the whole radio diary.
keeping you up to date with everything around Selhurst Park every Monday night. This is Homesdale Radio. Oh, hi, and welcome back. That was a that was a long one, and so many things to apologise to you all for. Um, <laughs> the language, uh, the language, uh, some of the uh, the background noise, but I mean, hopefully you got most of that, and there was uh, obviously quite a lot of discussion about the future of the club. Um, we, we didn't talk a great deal about the match, but we'll have a, we'll have a quick chat about that in a minute. Um, obviously, coming up uh, very, very shortly is the Crystals interview, which is just another couple of minutes. Um, obviously, you, you can find the, the Crystals on Facebook. They are, you know, it's facebook.com forward slash the hyphen crystals. Make sure you check out their page. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, we we'll have a few moments where we'll be reading out some emails. And it's radio at homesdale.net. And obviously, you can give us a ring on 0208 123 1646. Um, okay, right. So let's just have a quick chat, catch up about the Forest game. Um, obviously, it was a heavy defeat in the end. Uh, I, I think the first sort of talking point, and I want to ask Ben about this, because Ben had a, probably one of the better views, along with Aaron, um, of watching it uh, on the TV at home, and it's, uh, it's Moxie's sending off. Uh, how, how did you see it, Ben? Um, well, I saw about 20 replays of it at the time. The, <laughs> the commentators did to go on it about for about 20 minutes. But yeah, it was a definite sending off for me. I think, although it was only one foot, it was a high foot up near his kind of hamstring groin area. So mm. yeah, it was, it was too high, and he did go through him. Although it wasn't a malicious challenge, Demox is not a malicious player. I do think yeah, it was was a sending off, unfortunately. Yeah, um, Mark, uh, you you know a fair bit about playing football as as, as much as watching it. When you get a, a challenge like that, because um, we saw basically we saw a delayed reaction from him. Um, I'm, hopefully you've, you've seen it since. He sort of sort of went down, got up to remonstrate with Moxie, and then immediately fell over like he'd been shot. I mean, is that a fair reaction for that injury, or would you suggest perhaps uh, Tud Guy as, was uh, was milking it somewhat? Uh, you want my honest opinion? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think he deserves <laughs> an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, I, it, it was it was a red card. But as uh, Ben alluded to earlier, I think uh, it was just a, a poorly timed challenge, to say the least. And yeah, suppose, uh, there wasn't much arguing at the time. I didn't think it was as bad, but having seen it again, then uh, I think uh, it was the only thing that the ref could do, to be honest. But uh, mm. he did make a meal of it, and uh, I will be nominating him for an Oscar next year. <laughs> okay, carpet, I think that's... Carpet and um, good guy for uh, for best uh, <laughs> role. Well, cer- yeah, what certainly want to call it. Certainly but, need uh, a new award for him, yeah. Um, yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm sure it did hurt for uh, five seconds. And, uh, yeah. Didn't see no, it just comfort afterwards. It, it looked nasty, but I mean, I, I thought it was incredibly harsh to send Moxie off. Or, you know, although you can understand... Yeah, yeah it's a ball game, really. Yeah, it did, as, as, as a spectacle, yeah. Um, sorry, Ben, we're just going to quickly interrupt so you can do a shout-out. Yeah, just quickly to Aston Davey. Hey. Big of the show, and he just tweeted me and asked for a shout-out. There you go, Aston. Okay, I'm going to give similar to uh, to Terence, who, who runs the site redbluearmy.co.uk. It's rednbluearmy.co.uk. So he's had his first chance to listen today, and he's, he's wished us a great summer. Same to you, mate, and obviously, cracking site you run there as well. Uh, glad you're listening in, and uh, you know, if you haven't checked out his site, do so. Obviously, the Homesdale is a, a magnificent site, but we're lucky to have so many 
some of the other good sites there's the bbs cpfc.org and also terence's site red and blue okay i'm gonna just get aaron and matt to give us some some opinions on that forest game as well um aaron if i can kind of ask you i mean let's say i mean was obviously you you saw the atmosphere um did that come across well on tv it, it most certainly did. It most certainly did. Or we could hear. Well, actually, to be fair, where the uh, commentators were situated, you could hear the Knotts mm. Forest fans louder because they're up Help in the halfway, obviously. But uh, you know, every time I went quiet, all we could hear was Palace fans going absolutely mental. It was a fantastic party atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one of the things, the highlights for me. Um, I think it was when their third goal went in. It was absolute cracker as well from David McGoldrick. Excellent goal, you know. I think obviously we we'd long since stopped caring about the actual game, but they uh, you could see the Forest fans celebrating. But I think we started cheering louder, and um, you could see the look of dejection on their face, which was quite funny. Okay, uh, Mr. Mr. Packham, you you last of all, uh, you probably missed most of that game for various reasons. But um, <laughs> I mean, what's your overriding memory of that last day? Um, yeah, from what I remember, it was a really good day out, actually. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, the game, uh, yeah, <laughs> mate, I cannot remember. <laughs> Bit of an anti-climax, <laughs> but yeah, you, I mean, I think, to be honest, mate, that's fair enough, and it does sum up the whole point. It, that whole diary sort of said it as well. It was, it was all about the day, it was all about Palace fans getting together, having a, having a final day of the season where we didn't have to worry about, you know, whether yeah. we were going to be in that league, and, and I think we all enjoyed it, perhaps a little too. Um, okay. Yeah, right. Chris. Yeah, sorry. Can I, just while I'm on, um, can I say, what, uh, if anyone's listening who did help with the display, um, I think they need a massive thank you from everyone who was there, and every Palace fan, because that was outstanding. And I thought it made a difference, because when we look at the pictures, it was really good. Yeah, that's actually very well reminded. I, I'd like to pass on my thanks, and I'm sure the rest of the team will as well. As well. That's fantastic yeah, yeah. stuff. Well done, HF, yeah, well on done, that guys. one. Yeah, well done, guys. And everyone who donated, of course, as well. Uh, both their money and their time. It's absolutely superb. Right. Okay, excellent stuff. Well, we've got um, we've got some emails. We'll pick up those later, I think, because we've, we've got to play the um, play out the Crystals interview. I say, uh, do listen to that. And after we come back, we'll go into news in brief, and hopefully then we'll be speaking to Kieran. Okay, welcome. It's post game at Nottingham uh, for the Nottingham Forest game. I did very well. Started that well, didn't I? I've not been drinking. <laughs> we're with the uh, we're with two of the crystals, the wonderful crystals, of course. We are with Charlotte and Laura. Is that right? <laughs> I remembered. Yeah. I'm just going to ask them some very easy, quick questions that I can remember. Uh, the first one is, how have you found it this season? I'm going to ask that to Charlotte first. Oh, we've absolutely loved it. It's been so much fun. And the last day, especially all the family stuff and the family days, the atmosphere has just been amazing. It's really, really nice to just be involved in it, so we're really, really looking forward to next season. Okay. Laura, got another Just like the Palace fans really asked up from chaos. Like, even in the winter when it was freezing cold, just like them screaming at us, egging us on, which is really yeah. great. Like, we couldn't feel the cold or anything. They really are just something. Okay, that's fantastic. Mark, your question's next. I don't know if we agreed what it would be, but off you go. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, I'd just like to ask the both of you whether you'll be performing at Sellers Park next season. 
if we get our way, we will. We definitely want to. Yeah. It's literally, oh, it's not in our hands, but hopefully the power of being, uh, whoever's in control, will have us back. So, yeah. I'm sure, obviously, you've got the Palace fan support. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you, well, I'm sure a few of them say some choice comments, but you can, you know, we're, we're very supportive of the work you've been doing. Um, I mean, what are your other interests, Charlotte? Maybe you first. What, what else do you sort of go up to? Uh, dancing, modelling. That's about it, really. This is my life. Yeah. Dedicate a lot more time to this than people realise. Fantastic. Laura, yourself? Well, I speak on behalf of girls. Like, all the girls, like, we dedicate our weekends entirely to Palace. But during the week, we all do different things. We've got girls working in financial services. We've got girls at university doing sports, law, science, dance coaches, fitness coaches. It really is. The week is, like, to our careers, and the weekend is definitely Palace. Okay, that's fantastic. Mark, have you got anything else you want to ask? Yeah, I'd just like to ask both the girls how how it all came about, how you first got asked and introduced to Palace and to, and to dance for the club. Yeah. I got a call from Sharon Lacey, she was looking for some new cheerleaders, and I had my group of girls ready and waiting, so I said, yeah, problem solved. We're the answer to your prayers, and we literally got started for December, so we had about 14 days notice for the first match, which, as you know, went out live on Sky Sports on 11th December. So, no pressure or anything, but no, I'll give you a little right. Okay, that's absolutely fantastic. I've run out of questions because I can't think. So, um, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll end it there and say thank you very much to Charlotte and Laura. And uh, we hope to see you again next season. It'll be great. Cheers. Bringing you up to date with everything around Selhurst Park. Every Monday night, this is Homestale Radio. This is Palace News in Brief. The club revealed this morning that Big Claude Davis, Pablo Cunhago and Gavin Barn have all been released by Dougie Friedman. Davis has been with the club since February 2009 when he was on loan through until the end of that season and has been with us permanently since September 2009. Cunhago and Barn returned to their parent clubs after loan spells this season. Coach Dean Austin has also been relieved of his duties today after joining under the new management structure which was appointed in the summer. Over to you, Ben. The DPSC Fan of the Year competition is now open and the results will be announced at the Player of the Year dinner on May 21st. Last year's winner was Samuel Birch who, despite being wheelchair-bound, had attended many home and away matches throughout the season and had even followed the Eagles on a pre-season tour to America. If you want to nominate someone, then email gmoody at london.newsquest.co.uk with 100 words as to why you think they should win. Entries close at 12pm this Saturday, the 14th of May. Over to you, Mark. The Palace Fans Forum on Friday the 20th of May 2011 is fast approaching, giving Eagles supporters a chance to put their questions about the future of the club both on and off the pitch. Steve Parrish, Martin Long and Steve Brower have already confirmed their attendance alongside Palace's management team of Doogie Friedman and Lenny Lawrence for this event which will be held in the spectacular marquee on the pitch itself on the 20th of May. Tickets for the event are just £5 when pre-ordered before the event. Phone the box office now on 08712 Tickets on the day are £10. All proceeds go to the CPFC Youth Academy. That was Palace News in Brief. We want to hear from you right now. Call us on 0208 123 1646 or drop us an email. Radio at homestale.net.
Hi, and welcome back. We're, uh, we're lucky enough to be joined by Kieran Kenduggan on the line now. Hi, Kieran. Hi, hi there. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> okay, so, um, there's, there's a few of us here. We'll try and remember to tell you our names as we ask you some questions. I'm Chris, by the way. Um, I right. say we've, we've, um, you know, we're very grateful grateful for you to come on. Basically, the, the questions will be sort of like a little bit about your... Um, your sort of youth career, your past, if you like, uh, a bit more about your current Palace sort of career, and then a little, little bit about the uh, the future and, and a little bit, you know, some personal stuff, really. Nothing too dramatic. And we'll try and... We've got some we've got some listener questions. Some of them are completely insane, so if there's anything you don't want to answer, just uh, just say no comment or something. I wouldn't want to answer half of them, to be honest with you, mate. Um, I'm just going just gonna to go straight into it, and I think Mark's going to ask you the first question. So, Mark, over to you, mate. Hi, Kieran. Thanks very much for coming on the show. I'm not no uh, um, First question, really, is uh, we like to do a little bit of research <laughs> for the show. And uh, it's been brought to our attention that uh, you had a little spell uh, um, earlier in your career at possibly both Arsenal and Fulham. Is that right? Yeah, um this is when I was I was at Fulham when I was 12 and Arsenal when I was um, 8 to 10 so this is where right. I got most of my grounded skills how was from that? how was well, that experience? You know, it was a great experience especially, especially Arsenal I learned a lot of um, a lot of my just basic techniques there it was very, it was very good you know I, I kind of took it for granted at the time which I, I always regret but you know everything happens for a reason hmm <laughs> Sure, and uh, I was going to uh, say, did, did you you going to ask if you, if you saw sort of any players we would know the names of now were were there at the same time as you? Um, Gavin Hoyt, um, Sanchez, oh, yeah. Watt. So yeah. only two I can really remember. To speak oh, to today, yeah. Oh. oh, that's great, Kieran. Thanks for that. Um, okay, well, well, next up, it's a it's a question from me. Um, this one's a bit roundabout, and I don't blame the person for answering it, but I'll I'll try and rephrase it after I've read it read it out. It's from a from a guy called George who posts on Homesdale. Oh. It says, "I uh, I guess you spent quite a lot of time training and playing with uh, with John Bostock." It says, "How do you rate him as a player, and were you yeah. surprised when he decided to leave?" Um, and then there's a bit about whether you think there's any lessons to learn for other youngsters. So I mean, you know, obviously you did you did play with John, and I mean he was very highly rated when at when at Palace. So how did you well how did you rate him? Yeah. Um, John Bostick is a is a fantastic talent. You know, even just watching mm. him, I was, I was surprised of um, he was playing years above his age. Um, yeah. Sorry, hello, check. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No worries. That's oh, sorry. Yeah, um, he played years above his age, you know. Um, I was a, li- a little bit surprised that he left because I thought he would have um, had games at Palace and it didn't quite work out to get much games at Tottenham as he would have yeah. expected to. But, you know, I've, I've played against him and, and also played with him when he was at Palace and, you know, he, ha- he has improved a lot and you can see that he's getting the Premiership training from Tottenham. But, you oh, know, okay. I think the lesson to learn is... I think the lesson to learn is, though, you shouldn't really, you know jump on too yeah. early you should really get the ground groundwork going first and then when you feel like it's time to leave then then move on that's what I took from it personally anyway yeah I, th- I think that's an interesting angle I don't think many people talk about it from the, from the point of view of the coaching because um, you know everyone's quite quick to point out how few games he's played um, and point to the yeah. examples of, of yourself obviously uh, Nat Klein Wilf Zaha yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean Scaddle, every, yeah. all these guys uh, plenty of talent 
you know, playing playing at their sort of their local club and, and getting lots and lots of experience. Yeah. But I suppose you're right that, that John's obviously had that coaching as well. So there, there is yeah. another side. Yeah. To it. I think that's it's good that you expressed that. All right, mate. Um, Aaron's going to ask you just a, a pretty basic question coming up next. Off you go, Aaron. All right. Thank you, Chris. Hi, Kieran. Um, <clears throat> this one is from Nick Riss. Uh, he's wondering uh, what is it like coming from the academy to a pro. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 very very different. You know, the pressure is just times a hundred because you know you're, yeah. you're playing for points, playing to please fans, playing to please coaches, playing to please family. Whereas in the academy, you're just doing it for yourself, and you know you're trying to get to that level. But um, I must say, as the pressure increases, the the rewards increase even more. So it's kind of a you know a win-win situation. If you can deal with it, you'll have the best time of your life as a pro. Yeah. Okay, mate. Sorry, no one's no one's paying attention. It's just me. Um. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Someone's supposed to ask yeah. you a question next, and it and it's Mark. Mark, uh, you've got those two from from Nick Chris again. Yeah, Nick. Hello. Nick Chris. Hi. Sorry, 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 Kieran. Hello. Hi, Kieran. You there, can mate? You hear me? <laughs> Hello. Hello, Kieran. Are you there? Can you hear? <laughs> hi, Kieran. Can you hear us? Yeah. Hi. Oh. oh, there we go. Sorry, I think Mark's Mark must be cutting yeah. out. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly Hello, ask his question. Oh, right, okay. Hello, can you hear me? Mark, let me ask the question, Hello. it's fine. Yeah, 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 sorry, mate. Um, okay, the next question is, uh, what's your favourite playing position? Um, oh, it's a sticky one, that. Uh, you know, I, I, like, I like to play on the left, left wing, where I can, because um, from the reserves, I used to cut in from the left wing and get a lot of goals, you know, shoot, I can also cross, or... Even in the right wing, you know, I like to whip a ball in. Or even behind the, the front man, I like to link up play and, and get shots off. So, I'm, I'm mm. kind of, any, anywhere in them three positions, I, I like, I'm adaptable. Okay, I mean, yeah, I've, I remember you getting quite a lot of goals, uh, sort of, oh, it must have been season before last at reserve level. I think you were, I think it was yeah. you and Pinny at, yeah. at the time, I think it was, were, uh, were knocking plenty away. There's, yeah. um... Sort of the follow-up question, I suppose, from uh, from, uh, from Nick was, does it annoy you to be played out of position? So, I mean, based on what you said, obviously you've, you've got a few areas you can play. Uh, does it does it do you get frustrated if you played in an area you're not comfortable? Um, I wouldn't say frustrated because at the end of the day you're on the pitch, but it it you know to play out of position takes 100% concentration, 
because you need to be at certain places at certain times and you could automatically just switch off and go back into your original position mode. So it, it does take a lot of effort and it's quite can be mentally draining to play out of your position. Yeah. Okay, man, that's, well, that's thought, fair yeah, enough. It's not that bad. Okay, good stuff. All right, and um, well, just going straight on. Um, a lot of we've got a few questions. There's, I'll give you. There's three different people who've asked this question. So uh, Nick, Chris again, uh, a guy called Sid and Steve from the BBS, and a guy from Palace Guard called uh, from from Hull called Palace Guard. All of the same type of question, and it's um, it's basically a lot of people were surprised when you sort of dropped out of of the team. I suppose towards the end of of Burley's reign, and then then under Dougie and. Um, there's sort of various ways of phrasing it. It's like, uh, first, I suppose, obviously, there's competition for places, and it's, it's how do you deal with that. And it's also, yeah. a lot of people are asking, well, why, why, did, well, why do you feel that you uh, dropped out of the team? Because you were playing very well, we all thought, I think. Yeah, um, well, at the time, it was the situation the club was in. I, it was explained to me that um, experience was needed to get the club out of the, of the, position, of the position we was in. That this, this is, and then followed that, this is where all the the low knees came in and it just made it harder for me to get in the team mm. so I think that's really the main reason like just, just experience oh, at, the time, at the time okay mate and um, well I think I think Ben's complaining he hasn't got to ask you a question yet so I'm going to go I can go <laughs> <laughs> okay Ben do you want to pick up what from your one and then we'll, we'll carry yeah. on after that <laughs> yeah, and we've got an email in from JHJ Eagle and he's obviously you've been involved in the first team quite a lot so is there a favourite away ground that you've, been, that you've been to that you've played at a favourite away ground. Um, uh, strangely, strangely enough, I would say Mill, um, because of the atmosphere from our fans against their fans, that was it was great. I loved it. I was all over that. So I would say Mill. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Oh, uh, excellent. That's a that's an interesting one. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Kieran, yeah. uh, Chris, I was going to say Kieran. That, yeah. You... Uh, uh, hi, Kieran. Hi. I just wanted to ask you um, what you thought about uh, the support that uh, the whole club, the team and the club, the management got from the fans this season, considering everything that's happened to the club over the last sort of 18 months or so. Yeah, um, well, I would say if it wasn't for the fans, I do not think that we would be in this position that we're in now we may be in a lower league or you, you never know what would happen even from the um, the whole liquidisation of the club it all yeah. um, stems from the fans being 100% behind the club so I give a big thanks to the club uh, and so to, this, to the fans this sort of, that sort of 12th man yeah that, yeah. Quote, that really that, re- that really you know that, that works for everybody on 100%, the playing pitch um, today Hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Home and away, the fans have been brilliant this season. So Excellent I have stuff. to say, Great. big, big thanks. All right, Aaron, it's, it's you next, mate. It is me next, correct? Yeah, our fans definitely are a twelfth man. Hang okay, Kieran. Um, I think it's the same question. What do you think is your best not. position, and uh, how will you fill it into the team next year, mate? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't repeat that. Um, I think you've pretty much answered that question, to be honest with you. Um, yes. Go on, Aaron. Just go and say, say it one more time. Um, what do you think is your best position and how uh, will you fill into the team next season when picked? It says fit into the team, Aaron. 
<laughs> oh, damn it. I knew that. Basically, how, how yeah. are you going to fit into the team next year? Is the, is the gist of that. Well, 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 I would like to think that because I prefer, and I, I know I can play in the three different positions I listed earlier, that I'll mm. slot in somewhere in the team. You know, it's good. To, it's good to be versatile and play different positions. So I believe I can bring that to the team. That's fair. Enough. I was actually thinking of a, of a question along those lines. I'm going to I'm going to ask it now because it's a sense follow up to to what you've just said, and um, it sort of it follows on. So we, we won't have to ask it later. Basically, um, we were talking sort of at the weekend, really looking at the, the Forest game and how we've how we've really played just to get the results under Dougie, and we, we've actually ended up quite narrow and uh, not really used any width. Um, have you got any indication that that might change in the future? Because obviously that's a big, it's a big part of you getting sort of getting your chance back in the team. Where um, you know, like I say, you've, you've had a pretty strong impact already. I, I think most, most of the fans find. Uh, have you had any indications that, that sort of coming into the new season that, that that might be more we might be more likely to play with a bit more width? Um, I haven't, but I would like to think so because you know there will be pressure off of us. Um, you know, in conceding goals and stuff. So um, maybe beginning of next season we can give it a real go and just go in attack teams rather than kind of be balanced. So yeah. I'd, I'd like to think so. I'd like, like to think that I could play a big part in that. Okay, that's that's great. Um, Matt, you want to sort of ask your first question? I think off you go. Yeah. Hi, Karen. Um, I've got one from Hi. Billy Rhino from the BBS board, and he said, okay. "How do you feel about the competition for places at Palace, especially your own?" Yeah, um, I, th- I think competition is very healthy. You know, it always keeps a player on their toes. Um, without competition, people people can get complacent, and um, I think competition is is very much needed, especially within a football club. So, you know, and the players I'm up against in my competition, like um, like Wilf, Wilfred, um, Sean Scannell, they're very good players. So it ke- it will keep me definitely on my toes, and hopefully to get in front of them. And you know, health competition is good competition. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, mate. Have you spoken to Dougie Friedman at all about next season? Has he given you any more assurances that you will have more of a chance? Because I think that's what most of the fans want to see. Well, well, I have spoken to him. He said to me, just make sure I keep on plugging away. Um, come back to the new season, five percent fitter, five percent stronger, five percent, you know, mm. just five percent improved, and I, I should have no problems in getting into the team. And we, I, okay, I'm, I will definitely do that improvement on on my side of things. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, Mark, you got Hi. a question about favourite yeah. game? Yeah, JHJ Eagle from the BBS site wanted to know, uh, Kieran, please, what was your favourite game this season and why? My favourite game, you know, most people would think is QPR because of my goal and my celebration. Yep. <laughs> which, um, <laughs> was, which was very good for me. Oh. But um, I think my favourite game was the opening game of the season, which was Leicester. Ah, one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very good game. I enjoyed that. I felt free, and I got to express myself. And um, yeah, I would say Leicester. Yeah, I'd so, say that 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 first half was probably that. Well, I mean, it got us all over excited for the season. Put it that way. Absolutely. We were totally the league like, at time, weren't we? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only we'd stayed there. <laughs> that's just a ma- honestly some of the best football I've seen in a long while, just for forty-five minutes. Yeah. It's such a shame it yeah. it could continue. Okay, now who have yeah. I talked over whose question it was next? Sorry. It's usually uh, Aaron, yeah. but I don't think it was this time. It's Matt, off you go, mate. Yeah, okay. Um, another one from the BBS forum called Big Fella. 
He said, what was the difference between Burley's and Friedman's style of management? Okay, um, I would say with, with George Burley, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a long enough time to get to know him. But with Dougie, where, where Dougie Freeman's been a part of the club for a long time, you know, even for me personally, coming up in the um, reserves, there was, a, there was a time, there was a small period where Dougie Freeman was um, taking charge of the reserve squad at the time, which he, when he was doing his coaching badge. So we got a little bond there. And I'm sure most of the players feel like they can speak to Dougie and address Dougie if, if something wasn't right, whereas other managers, it might be a bit awkward. So yeah. if, if we all come from the same page... It's much easier for everyone to move forward together. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's that's, that's a, yeah, it's an excellent answer. Yeah, bit of togetherness. All right. Um, well, sort of you touched on that QPR game. I was going to read just a little more of a statement from a uh, from a guy off Homesdale called Stuart Eagle, and then he, he does ask a um, question at the end, which is sort of a general career question rather than specific to this season. He says his highlight of the season was your goal at Sellers Park against QPR, and he says two academy players contributing to an important goal, a great celebration, and he said that moment captured the essence of the, what saving the club was all about. So obviously that, that moment meant a lot to, to a lot of the fans as well, just seeing two, of, two, you know, two local lads just you know, yeah. carve, carve a team apart, a beautiful equaliser. We, we forget about the fact they went up the other end and scored. That moment was just was, yeah. was lovely for yeah. us. So I mean, obviously he's, he's sort of sharing that, and then he just says, well, what was the highlight of your career so far? Yeah, um, that, that was a big part of it you know I felt like we was really involved with the fans and that was, it was a great that was a great atmosphere after that goal as well you know Wolf's a quality player you know and a lot of massive potential so happy to happy to link up with him and hopefully I can go on to do that a lot more in a lot more games but as for my biggest hmm I would I would say my, my debut goal at Coventry as well oh, yeah. a few years back um, that was for me, it was just mind blowing to get that goal. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. Oh, now I can rem- remember it well. Yeah, it's a lovely little moment, just a little breakthrough, wasn't it? And then, uh, and where you went? Yeah. Was, um, yeah, that no, must have been a great moment. Okay, we're uh, we're yeah, nearly at the end. Hey, you'll be, you'll uh, be, that was so overwhelming. Happy. It feel real. Yep. Oh, okay. Nice one, mate. Sorry, I was talking over you. I was just saying we're nearly at the end. You'll be happy to hear. But um, <laughs> we've got uh, Aaron's just going to ask oh. you a quick, easy one. Uh, off you oh, go, Aaron. Indeed. Cheers, Chris. Uh, okay, Kieran, uh, which team do you support? <laughs> this is this is going to cause a bit of uh, upset. <laughs> I support uh, Manchester United from uh, from when I was young. Ooh. Oh <laughs> well, you know, I suppose you you, you know, well, you, you can't really blame you know a youngster for not knowing better. <laughs> All right, mate. Fair news. At least you're honest. You haven't lied to us. It's, clear, it's yeah. clearly obvious. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying these things. All right, um, Mark, the next, the next three questions we got for you before we end, mate, are stupid questions you don't have to answer. I've given Mark the, the one that you might might want to answer. The other two I'm going to read and you won't. But, um, Mark. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> Kieran, I, I, I'm, I'm not responsible for writing these. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to come back on me. Anyway, this was from CPFC Ben on the BBS board. He wants to know... Who is your favourite crystal girl? <laughs> Did all of them. <laughs> Kieran? Did you, sorry, did you hear that, Kieran? You there? I think you're going out, mate. Hello, Kieran? 
Oh, man. What a time to lose him. Kieran, you there, mate? Oh, I heard a small sound. Got Any second. Hi, yeah, there we go. Kieran, are you still there? I think I think we might have to leave it there, unfortunately. Uh, can you can you hear me, Kieran? No, no. Oh well. That question uh, finished it off. It did, yeah. It just ruined the whole thing. Um, okay, well, I think I think we've. What? Uh, Say again. Hello. <laughs> oh, there you are. Kieran, are you still there? <laughs> right, Mark, stop shouting. Kieran, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Uh, okay, excellent, mate. Right, I think you're just on a slight delay. That's all it is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna speak, and on the assumption you can hear us, uh, I think you'll come through in a bit clearer in a second. Um, you, Mark asked you what your who your who your favourite crystal was. We didn't hear an answer. Can you uh, can you try again? No, we no. we can't. We can't hear you, mate. I think, that, to be honest with you, the, the questions we've got left are, uh, are pretty rubbish anyway. So we'll, we'll finish there, mate. Um, I think you can hear us, and I uh, think you've gone. Thank you very, very much, Kieran. Uh, we'll be, be in touch to thank him properly at some point. Um, okay, that was great. Uh, lovely to hear from Kieran. Seems a really, really nice guy, and uh, obviously best of luck to him in the future there. Okay. Um, Emailing yeah, thanks. Questions. Thanks for all your questions. Um, I'm just going to go to to Matt. He wants to do a quick. He wants to do a quick shout out, Matt. Yeah, uh, so shout out to Yorkie. We know that you're listening. Uh, it's lovely to meet you on Saturday. Hope everything's all right. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. We all love you. <laughs> <laughs> You've added some to that, haven't you? All right, excellent stuff. And um, right. Next, I think we're going to go to uh, probably to a few of your emails before we then go to the. We've all got to get in our cabs and go over to the uh, the Homesdale Awards. So, um, so first of all, got to over to the. Some. Yeah, well, you you start getting ready now, and we'll we'll take it in turns, and then we'll uh, we'll pick it up from there. Up the hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you've got the uh, you've got the first one there, Ben. Off you go. Mm. Yeah, we've got an email in from somebody called Eric Chan. who doesn't sound anything like direction, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> um, he says, what do you think of the players being released? My thoughts are, Claude Davis, old, big wages for a backup player. He says, Cunago's lazy and inconsistent, and Mahon was old and will never be a Derry. The Dean Austin, defensive coach, our defenders couldn't mark their own underpants. I think Dougie Freeman's been spot on and we're lucky to have him. Any thoughts on that then, guys? Um, I, you know what? I mean, I, I agree with all the, the outpouring of grief, mainly from Lewis from Eagles' direction, that is. Uh, at losing Claude, I would say. Um, you know what? I mean, obviously he's 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 getting on a bit, but um, I just it's just a bit disappointed. I felt he had a, a he seemed to be a good influence, shall we say, on some of the younger lads. Um, they all seemed to like him and get on with him. I know when we spoke to to Alex Winter and to Dan Prickle, they both mentioned him. Um, not sorry to see Canago go. Uh, I. You know what? I, I, I know why Dougie kept playing him. I, I think he saw him as having, you know, at one moment in a game where he could just pick a pass. But at the end of the day, he didn't offer enough to, to the team overall, and, it, and it's no surprise really that um, we haven't looked to keep him. Marn, I think, was a was a gamble just to see if it would work out. And uh, I think if we talk about the um, the coaching side of things, I think Dean. 
Dean Austin, I don't know, a lot of people talked about his influence early on and, and when Burley went and whether or not Dean should have gone then. Obviously, Dougie's not afraid to make a decision, so we can only really read in that um, that Dean wasn't wasn't doing the job that Dougie wanted him to do or that Dougie had identified someone else who could come in and do better. Obviously, bringing in Popovich... Um, and Lenny Lawrence is probably probably a factor there, and um, well, I, I'm certainly aware that they they spoke at least spoke to one other old Palace favourite that we might see back at some point. So I'll see if that happens uh, as another coach. So that might be interesting. Um, Chris, okay, I, I've given you my opinion on everything. Mark, off you go. <laughs> I was just going to say, Chris, uh, I, I sort of agree with you and with uh, Doogie's decisions. To be honest, apart from I've, I've got a slight. I'm slightly disappointed, like a lot of people on HOL, by the sounds of it, or by the response today of uh, of letting uh, Big Claw go. It's not exactly as if we have a plethora of centre-halves at the club, and he was sort of uh, doing a job, be it off the bench most of the time, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Doogie must have something up his sleeve in terms of uh, looking for a, a centre-half, either uh, to replace one of... Uh, the current two of McCarthy or Gardner, or uh, as backup, because uh, I don't know uh, where they're mm. the next centre half's going to come from. Yeah, uh, that's, that's unless cool. I, I mean, I know the uh, the academy has got a lot of talent, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you need a, a wise head and uh, an experienced player in there. And uh, Claude certainly was experienced. So, yeah, I know he had a lot of critics and that, but it seems like. It seems strange, like, when he's playing, he gets slated, and then when he's let go, everyone's sort of, like, crying in their beer, but... Yeah, yeah. That's football. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I just want to make a quick uh, reference to the fact we received a call. My suspicion is it might have been from Lewis Eagle wanting to talk about Claude, but you never know. I I wasn't really... I didn't really notice Mikey was telling me we had a call. If you want to call back, do so, and we'll we'll go to you. We're going to talk sort of emails and and other bits for another few minutes yet before we go to the awards. Uh, But we'll... um, Okay, we've we've, we've talked about that. I think we've got some good stuff there, guys. Um, Let's move on. To uh, to Aaron reading out our email from from Nick Gussett. It is indeed the one and only. Um, hello, chaps. HRL there. That's quite clever, I think. Um, yeah, well, well. <laughs> for another season. Uh, his questions are: Is or was it a mistake to let Claude go? He was fast becoming a cult legend. <laughs> Talking of cult, why isn't there sweary filter working? <laughs> Let me just um, yeah, it's a good question. Why isn't the sweary filter working? I don't know. I just don't know, Nick. I don't know what happened. I think Mikey just got bored with editing it and just let it go out. But um, sorry about that. Obviously, we've we've talked about Claude, so um, you know, you mentioned uh, yeah, very 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 good stuff, Nick. But um, but you met, yeah, we've talked about him, and he was he was becoming a cult hero in the minds of around three or four quite prominent whole members. Um, but we all we all appreciate the work he did while he was here, and I think he was a big part of us staying up. So credit credit to Claude there. Second half of that email, Aaron. Yeah, I will say. Um, what sporting events are you looking forward to in the summer? Uh, for me, it's the TDF. God knows what that is. Uh, great, work, great work with the show. Gusset. Mm, what sporting events am I looking forward to this summer? Wimbledon. I give uh, you one. Hey, Pitchco is one I'm looking forward to. Ah, I like mm. it, Ben. Do you, how do you see that one going? Let's have a little bit of non-football chat. 
Yeah, well, I was watching on Sky Sports News earlier, actually, and I think Klitschko just embarrassed himself. There was one moment where he was kicking a football around, and he kicked it into his, uh, into his promoter's face. He just looked <laughs> a bit embarrassing, and David Hay looked a little bit all over him, so I think, I think David Hay will win that one, yeah. yeah I'm to be fair to Klitschko, if that was me, I'd have kicked it into my own face. That's the kind of thing I like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fantastic. Well, that's a lovely little diversion there. Thanks for your email, Nick. Um, all right, Matt, you're you're up next. Can you um, can you see this? It's another Claude email. I can see it. It's from D R A C two three four C P F C, and it was a tweet. Um, he said, "Could we have a special award for Claude Davis? He is a monster." <laughs> Now, I, do you know what? The reason I, I think it's a fair point to ask, and I, I do remember one of the nominated categories very early on that we were considering for the uh, for the whole awards. That that was Claude Davis of the Year, and um, I think yeah. as much as it, it would have been funny to see another person win Claude Davis of the Year, but he would have got <laughs> it. So we were close to having an award for Claude, but we never quite got there. I'm more of an air of the year. But <laughs> I must, maybe I'm uh, wrong. <laughs> okay, I've read out the next one. Got one, one final one. I'm going to read unless any more come in in the meantime. We did get one more. It was a question for Kieran, but obviously we did lose Kieran. Um, so what we'll uh, what we'll do is it's quite a long email, and it's it's from Niall, who you'll know as Serial Thriller. It's another. It was a question for Kieran, but I'm going to read it anyway because. It's just worth you guys hearing comedy it. He gold. Share, oh, comedy gold. He didn't share it with all of you, so um, so yeah. Um, here we here we go with it. And uh, okay, he starts with hi guys, which is fairly reserved for him. He says, "Is serial thriller here?" And before you delete my email, assuming it will be somehow dirty or crude, I'd firstly like to say your show is coming on in leaps and bounds. Yeah, other than other than randomly losing guests and forgetting what we're doing at various points, it's been very good. He says, uh, "Now my question is for Kieran." Hmm. Hi, Kieran. You're probably my favourite young person in the world. Well, apart from Justin. P.S. Do you believe? I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and maybe Lewis Eagle, except he's not really young anymore, and you don't know who he is. So maybe you should just ignore that. We saw each other in the Albion the other day. What were you drinking? I had a lemonade at the time, but yours looked more like a Coke or something. I'm not a stalker if you think that that's the route I'm taking here. Now, ah yes, question. The season is over now. What are you up to over the summer? Note that this isn't a stalker's question. Don't worry. You won't see me in the balaclava with a hunting knife and binoculars out of your window anytime soon. Going anywhere nice? Is it time to rest after a hard season or is it just trying, training hard to nail a first team place next season? What about other players? I can see Claude, ooh sorry, ex-Claude, selling himself in his homeland and Paddy McCarthy seeing, seeing his nan in a cottage in Dungannon. But what do I know? Thanks, Niall. Um, it's, it's good stuff. There's a few things to probably pick you up on there. If you, during the course of a small, a fairly short email, mention stalking more than twice, you really are giving away your, the fact that you are actually a stalker. There's, there's no real need to actually repeatedly mention stalker, or binoculars, or hunting knives. So, I, yeah, I'm glad Kieran didn't have to hear that. Um... What a very, very worrying man you are. Now, okay, um, just one last little prompt, because we're wondering who that caller might have been. If it was you, and you are listening, do call back. Do, uh, it. do it. Two minutes, ten seconds. Do it now. Nah, Mikey's just messing with us. I think what we'll do now is uh, we will now go on 
to the wonderful event. We're just going to pile into our taxis over to the Knightsbridge Hotel that uh, Quick Game 2 has organised for the event. And uh, we're going to go and visit the whole awards. and welcome to the Honesdale Awards. This is the first time we've been hosting the awards on our radio program. And with me to discuss the awards is Dave Smith. You will know him as Slovenia Dave. Hello, Dave. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Very, very excited about this glitter, glittering ceremony. Um, you, of course, are the one who knows about all the winners. And uh, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, how much work this has been for you to arrange? Uh, yeah, certainly can. I've got all the uh, all the scores and all the winners listed in front of me here. But uh, this year's been the the biggest job um, that I've done. I think I've done it the last three years or four years. Mm. This is comfortably the uh, the biggest turnout we've ever had. Um, maybe partly because we've got more members than we've ever had this year, which is obviously a good mm. thing. Um, but I think also the publicity on the uh, on the website and on the the homepage of the website and through uh, HOR Radio has made a big difference. So we've had an awful lot of posters, including not your sort of your, your usual ones, not the ones who uh, who you see day in day out on the website posting, but uh, but mm. loads of others as well. Well, that's very encouraging to hear. And uh, obviously, I mean, these, these events, we, we were competing quite heavily with, with ITV4 in terms of hosting <laughs> these, but uh, we won out in the end, so it's very, very exciting. Okay, Dave, that's fantastic to hear from you, and uh, we'll be moving on now to go to the, through the categories and discuss the winners. Okay, the first category is Best Poster. And the nominees are Best Poster, Jamie Martin, 721, our very own Hambo, and Kermit 8. And the results are, in third place, Jamie Martin, 721, in second place, Hambo, and the winner, Kermit 8. Well, you know, best poster—it's—it's uh, it's the main award, and uh, you know, as much as I'm—I'm I'm angry to have come second. I mean, I'm furious to have come second in that. In fact, I'm fed up with all of you people. I mean, what else do I have to do? Uh, so, and uh, and obviously, congratulations to to Kermit for winning that one. It's—he's a he's, no, he's he's a wonderful poster, and um, I, you know. Can't accuse me of being anything other than magnanimous in defeat. So congratulations, Kermit, and unlucky Jamie. You know, and second place isn't so bad. Our next category is worst poster, and the nominees are Mr. One Hundred and Ten Percent, Dave Rave Sixty Nine, and Orpington Eagles. And in third place is Dave Ray. In second place, Mr. 110%. And the winner, Orpington Eagle. Okay, that was our hard fought category. And to get some reaction from that, we're going to hand over to Mark. Mark. Thanks, Chris. Uh, that is without doubt a um, correct decision by all of those on whole. Orpington Eagle was a deserved winner of worst poster category. Um, I'm sure all of you are 
um, familiar with his posts on, on the message board. And uh, just to remind you uh, that on Saturday he started a brand new uh, thread. And the title of the thread, Wordos Escanolive. And it's, it's just about sums it up. It's genius, Mark. I also enjoyed his request for free tickets to the Forest game. A worthy winner. The next category is Best Poster in Palace Talk. And the nominees are Alan Eagle 1, CPFC 2010, and our very own Hambo. And in third place was Alan Eagle. In second place, CPFC 2010. And the winner, Hamble. Yes! Have it! Have it! CPFC 2010, what you got? I'm uh, oh, sorry, I may have uh, lost my composure for a while there. And, uh, and congratulations to all the other uh, nominees. Wonderful. Thank you. The next category is Funniest Poster. And the nominees for Funniest Poster are Kermit 8, Morganistic, Serial Thriller and Pikester. And in tied for third place we have Pikester and Serial Thriller. In second place Kermit 8 and the winner, the one and only, Morganistic. Our next category is Keyboard Warrior. And the nominees are Saxon Eagle, SW2 Eagle and the White Horse. And in third place is SW2. In second place, the White Horse and the winner, Saxon Eagle. Coming up next, it's Best Moderator. And the nominees for Best Moderator are Hambo, Tucking Funt, and Spiky Matt. And in third place, we have Spiky Matt. In second place, Tucking Funt. And the winner, Hambo. The next category is Best Overseas Poster. And the nominees for Best Overseas Poster are Palace Guard, Slovenia Day and Hubar. And in third place we have Palace Guard. In second place, Hubar. <coughs> and the winner is Slovenia Day. Oh, that's a very glorious, glorious win for you, Dave. Have you got a speech prepared? No, wasn't expecting to win, didn't win last year, so um, I'm uh, suitably uh, humble and, uh, and grateful to everybody. Thank you. And well what, do you say to the people, what do you say to the people that think because you're counting the votes that it could be a fix? Um, <laughs> fair point, but um, I did remind my son to vote two days ago, which he, which he did, and put me in third place. 
Um, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I have all the spreadsheets here for inspection if anybody wishes to see. Next category is Best Young Poster. And the nominees are Lewis Eagle, Ben N17, and Isabel, a.k.a. Eden Eagle. And can I just say, this was the most closely contested award of all, with only two votes separating first and second. Uh, in third place, Ben. In second place, Isabel. And the winner, Louis. Okay, that's fantastic. Dave, Ben, have you got any reaction to your glorious third place? Um, um, I was mm, just happy to be nominated, I guess. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. to win it, and uh, I'm sure next year I'll be back with a bang, and I'll, and I'll get third place again. That'd be marvellous. Make sure you post more next year, and more people will know you. Coming up next, the award for Best Newcomer. And the nominees are Serial Thriller, Shuloft, and King Vagabond. And in third place is Shuloft, in second place King Vagabond, and the winner, Serial Thriller. Okay, some keenly thought category there, and... Uh some wonderful, wonderful new people who have come to the boards this year. Uh, Shuloff, uh, also known as Larry, he's, he's added the touch of class to the boards. Uh, King Vagabond, that's Steve, and, and he's been uh, very helpful with tickets, and he's always, always down with us at the White Horse. And, you know, I'm sure it's a pleasure for both those two to be nominated, but, of course, Serial Thriller winning it. And uh, I think he's brought his own brand of hu humour to, uh, to the boards this year. And uh, I think I'm going to read you uh, something he wrote as a question to Neil Dance. And uh, it went as little something like this. Hi, you probably remember me. You know, when you scored that goal against Leeds and momentary glanced up at the Homesdale? Remember? We made eye contact and I punched the air. Like a sense that even though we'd never met, we had an unbreakable bond from that day onwards. Yeah, I was that guy. Next up, we have the category for Best Thread. And the nominees for Best Thread are... Mauled Broadcasting Corporation. Going to own up coward. We have a flounce. And in third place, we had the Morganistic, T Morganistic TV. In second place, the flounce. But the winner... Are you going to own up, you coward? Next up, it's Most Helpful Poster. And the nominees are Staffy, Mr. Stato and Amber. And in third place is Mr. Stato, in second place Amber, and with the highest votes of any category, the winner is... Staffy. Next up, it's the category for most boring poster. And the nominees for the most boring poster are... The White Horse, Jamie Martin 721, 
and Piper. And in third place, we have Jamie Martin, 721. In second place, the White Horse. And the winner, Mr. Cut and Paste himself, Piper. Our next category is Most Unintentionally Funny Poster. And the nominees are for Most Unintentionally Funny Poster are A Quick Game 2, Alan Eagle 1, and Orpington Eagle. And in third place is Alan Eagle. In second place, A Quick Game, and the winner... Orpington Eagle. Another keenly flawed category there, but I think the overall winner is no surprise to anyone. Orpington Eagle has provided hours of entertainment without realising. But Mark, you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the other two nominees there. Yeah, well, uh, quick game, Paul was second. Uh, he beat Alan, mm. who obviously was third. I, uh, if they were here, I'd like to know how Alan felt about being beaten by Paul. And maybe we could perhaps arrange a little punch-up in the White Horse Garden at the beginning of next season to really <laughs> see who is unintentionally funny. Yeah, and I'm not sure if finishing above Alan is actually winning because it's unintentionally funny, so it's quite insulting. Either way, they both deserve to be in there. The next category is for Best Slash Worst Flounce. And the nominees for Best Slash Worst Flounce are Foothearted, Kenny Lunt and Madcap. And in third place is Madcap. In second place is Foothearted. And the winner, Kenny Lunt. The next category is Best Poster from Another Club. And the nominees for Best Poster from Another Club are Q-Pierre Bayer, Pierre Bayer, Pierre Bayer, 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 Queen's Park Rangers, Bayer, Stick Tiger from Hull, and Eagle Eater from Brighton. And in third place is Eagle Eater. In second place, QPR. And the winner for the second year running... Slick Tiger. The next category is the Lifetime Achievement Award. And the nominees for the Lifetime Achievement Award are Country Top, Staffy and Cucking Punk. And for this award, we had a tie for second place between Cucking Funt and Country Soft. But the winner, Staffy. Okay, now we move to the On the Pitch Awards. The first of those is the CPFC Goal of the Season Award. And the nominations are for the CPFC Goal of the Season Award. Owen Garvin against Watford. Dan Ambrose against Sheffield United. Dean Moxie against Derby. 
and in third place was Moxie, in second place Garvin, and the winner, Darren Ambrose. Next up, we have the CPFC signing of the season. And the nominees are Dean Moxie, Anthony Gardner, and James Vaughan. And in third place, Gardner. In second place, Vaughan. And the winner, Dean Moxie. Well, we've seen some good signings this year, and uh, Dean Moxie has come out on top. And uh, Aaron, how do you feel about that? I think he's a deserved winner. He's been spotless all season, apart from that red card the other day, but we all forgive him for that because we all love Moxie. The next award is for the Palace Away Day of the Season. And the nominees for the fixtures for the Palace Away Day of the Season are our games at Ipswich, Norwich, Queen's Park Rangers and Coventry. And in fourth place we have Norwich, in third place QPR, in second place Ipswich, and the winner, Coventry. Our next award is for the CPFC Young Player of the Year. And the nominees for CPFC Young Player of the Year are Daniel Klein, Kieran Kittagan and Wilfred Zaha. And in third place we have Kittagan. In second place Zaha. But the winner is Klein. Okay, another, uh, well, runaway winner was Nathaniel Klein. And uh, we're going to go and speak to Matt Packham and get his reaction to Klein winning CPFC Young Player of the Year. It was well-deserved. I think we all knew that. I mean, he's been probably, if not Player of the Year for Palace, he's played really well every game. He's kept us in games. He's defended well. He's attacked well. Um, so, yeah, definite winner. And our final award of the night is for the CPFC Player of the Year. This is the big one, and the nominees are winner in 2008, 2009 and 2010, Julian Speroni, Neil Dans, and winner of Young Player of the Year, Nathaniel Klein. And in third place, Julian Speroni. In second place, Neil Dans. And the winner is... Nathaniel Klein. Okay, and uh, Nathaniel Klein winning both Young Player of the Year and Player of the Year in the minds of the whole readers. And uh, for his reaction to that and, uh, and, a, and a sort of nice goodbye, I'm going to speak to Slovenia Dave once more. Dave. Yeah, cheers. Well, I'm, I'm really, really pleased about Nathaniel Klein winning the, uh, both the player and the young player. I think he absolutely deserves it. I've only managed to get over for four games this season, which is, which is not enough to make a full judgment. But, but, you know, he's, he's played in and out all season, hasn't he? He's played every minute of every game and, uh, and absolutely deserves it. That's fantastic. Thanks, Dave. And, uh, and how have you found this award ceremony? 
so I mean, it's been been a, been a pleasure. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know I think it takes it up to another level. Last year we did the chat room, which uh, which worked out well. Apart from DRT and, and Forest Billy having a, a punt, uh, you know, a virtual punch up in the chat room, but apart <laughs> from that, it went very well last year. Um, this takes it to another level. I'm de- I'm delighted, and I just hope we move on from here. And uh, the more people we've got voting, the the better the whole thing is. It's really good. That's great. Fantastic, Dave. And on behalf of everyone at Whole Radio, thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. Pleasure. All the best. Bye. Cue Pierre Bayer. Pierre Bayer. Pierre Bayer. 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 Hi, hi, welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, that ceremony. We're um, obviously we're in the green room now. It's uh, it's you know it's been it's been tiring. We've we've had to run around quite a lot. Some uh, some fantastic results there, and some some richly deserved winners, I have to say. And uh, you know, I mean, you know, joking aside, I, I you know, thank you to everyone who, who voted for me for any of that. And um, I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, you know, obviously, it's not too serious. It's all it's all a nice nice joke. But going going to the um, you know, on the pitch awards, I think Klein richly deserved both of those. So that that's, that's great to hear. Um, we haven't got too much more to do. Obviously, we've been going a fair old while now. But we're just going to do a quick roundup of. Um, what we've done say obviously thank you once again to to kieran Duggan for coming on and talking to us um shame we lost him at the end but to be honest the last three questions were mainly about cheerleaders so i think it's probably best um we've got we've got a few things a uh, few things coming up oh yeah i mean you know big thanks to the crystals early on as well for uh, you know giving us a, a, the quick interview at the, the ground um, certainly myself and mark we're, uh, you know, we're worse for the wear at the time. Not too bad, considering how we both ended up, I think. But, um, but they cope very well with, uh, with how we were. And, uh, let's say once again, do visit their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the hyphen crystals. And, uh, yeah, keep an eye on what they're up to there. And, uh, hopefully we'll see them back next year. Um, right. Yeah. And obviously sort of coming up in, in the near future, we've, uh, we've secured, um, well, yeah, we're, we're now on secured an interview for the very last show, which will be the 30th, the last, last show of this season. Uh, we're going to get an, a recorded interview with, with Steve Parrish. Myself and Matt are going to go and do that one, which is going to be amazing. Um, f- further on from that, uh, we're, we're still, I mean, we'd, uh, we're not going to do a live interview on the 16th with Dan's anymore. Uh, he's unavailable on that day. We're still trying to put together the, the timing on a recorded interview. So if we do manage to do that. Uh, you'll hear that on the 16th with any luck. And, uh, yeah, finally, let's, um, let's just go and say a nice goodbye to all the presenters and see if they've got anything to say that I might have forgotten. We'll start with Ben, since he was distracting me in, in the uh, chat there. Hi, Ben. Um, Hello. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, how have you found it today? All good? Um, yeah, it's been enjoyable. It's been a tough show, so we've had a few technical problems, but I think the content yeah. was really good, actually. Really good show. And, uh, Hello to everybody in the chat room my first time in there tonight and I've enjoyed it it's quite funny alright you've been in the chat room Matthew that's why you've been I slightly have, yeah. distracted <laughs> alright <laughs> you be careful of them guys in there especially especially that Lewis Amigo and that serial thriller <laughs> they're, they're bad people uh, I don't mean that only one of them is a bad person oh hi brilliant cheers Ben uh, anyone you want to say bye to before we uh, before we go um, my mate Mike actually he's been listening to the whole show so hello Mike thanks oh. for listening thanks everyone good man Alright, excellent. Uh, okay, Aaron, you next. Um, 
Have you found it? I, I think it was uh, it was all very good. Good stuff. And did you in, uh, enjoy the match diary? Hearing all that, it, I did actually. It definitely mm. represented how the game was and awesome atmosphere and all that jazz. Excellent stuff. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for your uh, for your help today. And uh, no well, ne- next of all, we'll go to Mr. Packham. Hey. Hello, Matt. <laughs> You're right, buddy. You uh, you enjoyed yourself today. Yeah, I have done. Yeah, I haven't had a lot to do, but it's been nice. It's been nice to listen to your joyful voices. You were you were a last minute addition. I think we weren't we weren't planning on you being here, but I'm well, glad you were. It's been a pleasure once once oh, more. Thank you. And of can course, I say uh, goodbye to someone. You can, yeah. Um, I think CPFC Cal's been listening uh, to the show. Um, she's trying to get me to give her a piggyback, two hundred and forty miles down the road. Um, I'm not too sure my back will last that long, but no, that's her fault for living. It's Cornwall, isn't it? He is, yeah. Well, you know, he's one of them them tall, athletic young. I hate hate him. Anyway, (laughs) that's enough of that. And yeah, obviously we're looking looking forward to the uh, Steve Parish interview, are you? I am indeed. Yeah, uh, it's good to be arranged, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a good time up there. See what we can get out of his office. Good stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, a few things, it'd be fine. Okay, and uh, Mark, we're and the we're nominees for by... best poster from another club are Q Pierre Bayer, Pierre Bayer, Pierre Bayer, 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 Queen's Park Rangers, Bayer. No, um, I've got a stammer. <laughs> now, what were you trying to say there? Was it? Can you try? Can you say the words correctly, just so we know you can do it? Just confused the word bear and beer. <laughs> <laughs> you did, yeah. Weird, isn't it? So it was QPR bear. QPR bear. Anyway, thanks for you. Say, thanks for uh, Mark. Yeah, I don't think Ben will ever be the same person again now that he's been in in the uh, chat room. It's rather wonderful. <laughs> 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 I, yeah. I was following what was being said in there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they've. They found themselves a new young man. (laughs) All right, well, thanks a lot. uh, It was a good good show, and uh, good to speak to Kieran. Uh, Thanks to Savinia Dave for sorting out that. Yeah, well, I've got my tuts on and Lance Perret in one hand, and uh, I'm looking forward to the after-show party. Shame uh, the rest of HOL can't be there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, goes, and I think uh, Steve Parrish on the show on the 30th is it the 30th boys uh, that's when we'll play it yep yep yeah I think that That'd will be, be an interesting that will be an interesting uh, perfect way to sign off for the sign off the season I think yeah that would be good and uh, well done Mikey for uh, all his hard work in the background and yeah, uh, yeah he did a lot of good work today yeah, uh, it was a great weekend and it was uh, good to see so many whole people down at the various pubs and in the yeah, town. You've you've nicked my uh, you've nicked my closing line, but um, oh, I've got I was your job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, um, you know, obviously it was we did see a lot of people, and you heard about just under half an hour of stuff we took from the uh, from the pub, and it was great to see everyone down there. And you know, uh, we've got um, player of the year do coming up. There's a fair few of us going to that, so if you're there, do come and come and find us and come and talk to us there. We'll probably and take the beer some festival. And the beer festival. <laughs> oh God, yeah, beer festival Saturday. Come and find me. I'll try and wear my handbow shirt. But you know, we're 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 there for that one as well. So do speak to us. Um, Stuart uh, wants the season wash, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I've been wearing it after this season. 
How dare you, sir? Anyway, um, brilliant. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, thanks, and girls. Bloody hell, oh, I got into so much trouble for that. Ponesdale right. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.